This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, hits to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 10. going on faithfuls it's your boys mike and eric crocker we are here to bring you guys another fun-filled episode here on nothing but niners now before we get into all that stuff all the good stuff the meat potatoes of the episode i have to run through some formalities so you guys bear with me for another minute here if it's your first time here on the youtube page and you guys enjoy the channel please hit that like button on the on the episode then subscribe to the channel and then turn on the notifications so you know exactly when we are going live all right Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We're going to start with Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Those handles are nothing but nine. It's the number nine. Nothing but nine. E-R-S. And then we also have Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but nine as it's spelled all the way out. If you guys are looking for some bonus content, some extra shows, head on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Okay? That is patreon.com slash NB9ERS. My personal Twitter handle is right here below. It is Mike Andrews 83 To my right is my guest for the night, Eric Crocker. E, what's going on with you, baby? How you doing, man? I'm chilling. I apologize for, for making this late. It was me. I was recording Locked On 49ers. So, but we're here now. And I do want to say, man, you know, Laker fan, you feel me? But I see uh, someone in the chat right now, Austin Powers. And he has the uh, Austin Reeves logo, right? Or his uh, icon. And... Um, I was watching the Austin Reeves and there's this video floating around, right? And he like hit a three and he's like, ah, right? He's yelling. Uh-oh. Then he drives to the bucket, spins away, hits a nice little fadeaway, and he's like, I'm him. And I'm like, the Lakers have the 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 Brock Purdy of the NBA. Oh, see now, all right, we here. What does that mean? What does that hey, mean? The what, Brock okay. Purdy of the NBA? Because now, if you ask certain Niner fans, Brock Purdy is the next Joe Montana. So what do you mean by the Brock Purdy of the NBA? I think there are a lot of people that think that Austin Reeves should be paid by the Lakers. And they really like him. And it looks like he could potentially be a long-term starter for the Los Angeles Lakers. I mean, you had Damian Lillard say, man, like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, he nice. Like, he nice. I think I feel like there's a butt coming. There, there is a, a kind of a butt, but not really a butt. It's the way that they do it, right? You'll never mistake him for being John Morant. You'll never mistake him for being 
uh, Damian Lillard, Steph Curry, right? Some of the guys where it looks a little different, right? The guys right. that have like the supreme talent. But at the end of the day, he plays very well for his squad. And he's not the leader of the band, but he does a damn good job in his role. And I think that's Brock Purdy. Okay. All right. So he's, he's a good role player is what you're saying. Yeah. That's that, I mean, that, that's what it sounds like to me anyway. I'm sorry. You know, role players sometimes have good games as well. You know, they step up occasionally. So I'm not I'm not mad at that. Um, but listen, man, I don't want to defy the divide the fan base or anything like that. That's not what this episode is all about. Or is it? We're gonna get to it in a little bit, but you know, we're here where we are. <laughs> you hear all that noise? Yeah, you're good though. <laughs> my wife is trying as hard as possible to be quiet in the background. <laughs> That'd be and my wife, too. So. He dropped something. What was that? Metal on the stone floors. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ringing off across the street. All right. So <laughs> we're going we're gonna to have a good time, man. Uh, Eric, I want to start with a couple of uh, 49ers. Um, some pieces of news from the 49ers, some of the latest rumors and all going with the 49ers. Um, now, we haven't done a show like officially without you like jumping in the middle in a long time. This is, this is early. Um, the 49ers have been signing and working out some wide receivers. I, I'm not going to say any names right now, but I do want to know if you noticed anything in, in particular about them. Do they have anything in common? The guys that have been working out uh, the wide receiver position, the guy that they signed, uh, anything in particular about him stand out to you that's a little bit different than maybe some of the other wide receivers we have on the team? I think definitely Chris Conley. Like, When's the last time you've seen a, just a big, fast receiver on the 49ers? And I've been wanting that guy. I've been clamoring for that guy. I I have always been the person that says if a receiver is good, he's good. But clearly the guys that they have signed haven't brought that. Um, ah, see, now I got to watch my words the way I say this. Uh-huh, but yeah. Antonio Brown, right? When you watch Antonio Brown, he's a 5'10 receiver, 185 pounds or whatever he is. But when the ball is in the air, he's 6'4", 220 pounds. Right, like it didn't matter. Ben Roethlisberger knew I can throw the ball just in the vicinity of him, and he's going to come down with it. Odell Beckham in his prime, and he just got paid like he's still in his prime. But Odell Beckham in his prime, 5'11", 200 pounds, balls in the air, he is coming down with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Warriors don't have that guy, so maybe they need to try to get a guy that just complements what the other guys have. So someone that is bigger, six three, two fifteen, but also has speed. You know, so you got to yeah. things, but. Who's that guy that can run? And they're out there. You know, 49ers had Tim Patrick. And they were just like, mm, 6'4", you can run, you can catch the ball, you're good at the contest to catch. Mm, you're not our type. <laughs> right? They just let him go. Then he went on to be like a legit wide receiver two or three for the uh, Denver Broncos. So who's going to be that guy that really complements the skill set of Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel? I think a lot of people say with Jawan Jennings, but I just want somebody even faster. That's a legit outside threat. And I think Chris Conley, while – not, you know, he's not this super well-rounded guy. He's had a couple, you know, good seasons in there. He's a guy that can stretch the field with speed and size. So um, that was something where it was an interesting signing. I wonder who it is that they're trying to push. It could be Danny Gray uh, just to say, hey, you know, this is the NFL. You don't have much to, you know, a long time to really prove yourself. And we'll bring in guys that compete. We want you to win the job, but if you don't, take that next step, then hell, we'll just play, pay this guy that we better remember. Yeah. You know, um, a lot of the wide receivers that I saw them working out were six, two or taller. And that got me excited because the, I went through all of the wide receivers in the draft. Well, let me be clear. 
I went through all the ones that I thought had third round grades or later on them in the draft. And uh, I only targeted guys that were six, three or taller, you know, between that six, three and six, five range. Um, and then I graded them accordingly and who I think would be fits. I think the real question is, will they have patience? Will the team have patience and let this guy develop and grow in the system? Right. You talked about Patrick that the Niners had here already and just let him go. Right. Like, that, that tells me that there's no patience for the development of these guys. How many times have you heard about a wide receiver being in Kyle Shanahan's doghouse? You know, like all of a sudden, like they just aren't part of the, the game plan anymore, right? Like, I, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of uh, damned if you do and damned if you don't. You can get the guy. He can have the physical traits. But if he doesn't come in and ready to hit the ground running, it seems like Kyle don't really have the patience for him. So I'm, it, I'm hoping that he develops some of that. I think the issue for Kyle is, and, you know, you've heard Debo say it, he's hardest on the receiver group because he was a receiver. So I think he kind of views it a lot like how I always have, where you like something very, very, very specific out of your receivers, not thinking about the different ways that guys can win. And I get wanting guys to win the way you want them to win, but there are other guys that can just bring a different element where, Kyle, you don't have to do all the work, right? Like you don't have to, okay, I got to figure out how to, free up Debo Samuel on this slant, and I'm going to disguise it a certain way. Uh, and then, okay, he catches, and obviously he's going to be great after the catch. I got to figure out how to get him open in space. you know. Or Brandon Ayuk, he's not the biggest of guys, and one thing about Brandon Ayuk, hasn't been a great contested catch guy, whether it's at Arizona State or NFL. So, okay, how am I going to free him up? Or, you know, I'm going to coach him up to win a certain way he has to win with his routes. As opposed to, you know, and look, I, I remember when Jamar Chase was coming out, and – I thought he was a really good prospect. I had my wide receiver too, but I didn't think he was going to be the generational type talent everybody else did, and he is, right? But because, well, he can't create any separation. You know, he's great when the ball is in the air. And it's like, well, sometimes that's all you need. And I think Kyle shies away from, he might see it the same way I did, but you got to learn from your mistakes. And I'm not sure he quite has at the receiver position. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm interested to see how they how they do it in the draft. I see my man Donald talking about me wearing blue. I just want y'all to know that if I wear blue, it's usually Niners related or I'm at work. Unfortunately, the colors of my uniforms at work are blue, like this royal blue color. So you guys will see me with a lot of head wraps on that are blue and a whole bunch of different designs and things like that. But that's that's why I wear blue. They they get on you about what you be wearing on the shows, man. Y'all don't y'all don't go live as often as I do. So that I, maybe that's why. Right. Right, but I do go live on my channel, so yeah, that's true. Kill, you know, I say between the two, we go live, you know, four or five day, times a week. Yeah, Maybe. and they don't they don't say nothing about what you be wearing. Like, what's that? What's that? Is that a Forty Nine er shirt, Eric Crocker? Nah, it's a, uh, one of the kids oh. I I trained. He he went to Ben High School, and they uh, they went to the playoffs and did a lot of really good things. So uh, he ended up being the quarterback. There you go. Shout out to the young man in Benton High School. That's what I'm talking about. But they don't get on you about that. They say, oh, Mike wearing blue. Like, this, come on. They man. got on me for my hat. I got this hat, but I have it in the logo white. Oh, it okay. looks like a Raider hat. They got on that a lot. A lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have a black and gold jersey that I like to wear. And uh, it's a 49ers one, but they be, oh, you wear Saints color. So, I mean, it's all right. At least I know they give it out evenly, though. That, yeah. That's that's cool. So I, I appreciate it, man. As long as they don't change, they're not just hating on me. Then it's Very cool. passionate fan base. 100%. 100%. Um, so let's go ahead and get to the to the meat and potato. Oh, wait. Uh, the, the other latest news and rumors that um, it's, it's kind of taking the, the 49ers Twitter and social media by storm. The 49ers 
are listening to trade offers for Trey Lance. Croc, what are your, I know that you guys have discussed it a couple of times already, but what are your overall thoughts on this? Do you think this is a bad thing? Like when you, when you hear that the word is getting out, um, I think the most recent one was the worst kept secret. Uh, you know, yeah. is that, that's what they, that, that uh, it was happening at Indy during the combine. Uh, what, what were your thoughts on this? Do you think it should be a secret? Do you think it shouldn't be a secret? How do you feel about hearing about it? I think that would be the right thing to do. You know, I had said, and again, it's hard for Trey Lance. He has no leverage, right? But I remember saying, like, man, if I'm Trey Lance, like, trade me. Now, again, no leverage for him. But if if Purdy is your guy and everybody's behind him, and rightfully so, he played very well uh, down the stretch for the 49ers as a rookie, you would assume that he's only going to get better. I know he's coming off the elbow injury. That's tough. But George Kittle likes him. All the players like him. His coaches. Everybody's behind him, right? So, this is a lose-lose, or I don't want to say lose-lose situation, but kind of is. If he plays well, still not going to be well enough to uh, unseat what Brock Purdy did in the regular season and the postseason, right? But if he plays bad, then you're going to be a backup anyway. So I think for him, it would be, can I go somewhere that's going to give me the freedom that I need without the expectations that the 49ers have right now? And I think that would be the best situation for him. Uh, to go somewhere where he legit has opportunity. Now, the 49ers are like, all right, we knew Brock Purdy. We know Brock Purdy played very well. But you know what? This, this is going to be a legit competition in camp. I know we can't have that because Purdy's hurt. But let's say, hypothetically speaking, that's what they wanted to do. Then I would say, okay, do your thing and compete. But I don't see that as the case. I think that they want to start Purdy week one if, if he's healthy and for good reason. And if I'm Trey Lance, I need an, an opportunity elsewhere. So trade me. So like the, the fact that this is coming out to me, I'm like, yeah, like that would be the right thing to do, not just for your squad. Because again, one thing you don't want to do, let's say Brock Purdy comes and it starts a little shaky. Do you want everybody saying, man, this is shaky from Brock Purdy? Go to Trey Lance. Remember, and this is actually something I never thought of until just now, but the first five games Jimmy Garoppolo played and he started and they won all five games, right? And everybody's like, we got our quarterback of the future, franchise quarterback. Do you remember what it looked like the first three games the next year? He threw three interceptions, including the pick six against Minnesota. Uh, you got uh, the you got the win against Detroit. I was there. He damn near threw pick six to lose the, lose the game. Yeah. Right? It wasn't pretty. And then mm-hmm. you go to Kansas City. It, yes, you're, you're getting blown out. You can't even compete. And it started, you know, kind of chipping away at it late. But it was just like, uh, it's not quite what we saw at the end of last year. And that could very well be the case for Brock Purdy. And if it is, if it is, do you want people seeing that and saying, uh, you need to go back to that guy that was number one overall pick and you drafted him, or number three overall pick, you drafted him there for a reason. You don't want that. So how do you not have that issue? You got to trade him. I think it helps. I think it helps uh, Trey. I think it helps Brock. I think it helps the team understand exactly who the leader is. I guess I kind of see it a little bit different. I think the 49ers are right now in the perfect position if they still aren't sold on Brock. Right now, the 49ers benefit the most by by hyping up Brock Purdy. Now, let me let me let me try to explain my my crazy ass logic here, okay? If you're saying, oh, no, well, Trey Lance is still the guy, he's still the guy, then you're going to upset the fan base. Well, look at what you, what, what, what you saw. We saw eight wins in a row. The team averaged more points than any other quarterback you ever had, blah, 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 right? 
people forget about how the defense gave the, the, the offense so many advantageous field positions, right? Like they, they forget about all that kind of stuff. They only look at the box scores. They remember the wins. They remember some plays, a play here or there. And they say, this guy is the guy that Brock Purdy. If the team were to come out and back anybody not named Brock Purdy, they're shooting themselves in the foot. And I'm going to tell you why. You back the guy that can't show anything right now. And you got nothing to lose. You back the guy that can't go out on the field because you know, and everybody else knows, he's not an option. So you say, well, we're going to see what happens in camp between Sam and, and, and Trey. And then they go ahead and whoever the winner is gets out there. And then you have your ace in the pocket with the fan base that when Brock is healthy, he can come back in there if that other person's not doing well. If the other person is doing well, we're going to stick with what we got because we're riding the hot hand. Kyle does that. I can't tell you the last time a player was benched for performance at the quarterback position, not named Brian Hoyer. I can't. Kyle doesn't do that. Here's the thing, though. What if you make it a legit competition? And, again, I've seen different reports, and I'm not going to act like I was at every practice during training camp, but I didn't see, like, oh, man, there's Brock Purdy. He's he's slicing and dicing, and he just looks so special, right? It just looked pretty, like, eh, you know, whatever. And so, like, matter of fact, shoot, I thought Nate Suffield threw the ball, like, just consistently the best. That was one thing I said. I said from all the little cut-ups, because I didn't attend any of the practices, from all the cut-ups and from the little bit of preseason I saw, Nate Suffield had the best ball of all of them. I, I said that, and I stood on that. Right, and that's not to say that he's a starting NFL quarterback right, or he right. could have done what uh, uh, Brock Purdy did. But, you know, just at practice, just kind of what it looked like, right? Uh, so if you say, all right, now Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, you go out there, and if you see, okay, Brock Purdy did something, and then it's like, boom, 70-yard touchdown to Danny Gray, you know, uh, Trey Lance, and then boom, you know, it's like, uh it, it, it can get a little weird, and I don't think they want weird. I don't want weird. I just want, like, can we just know who our quarterback is? <laughs> I, I get that. I don't know the last time the Niners went into an offseason knowing for sure who the co- starting quarterback was. Other than this last season, that only lasted two weeks, right? I get that. But isn't the best thing for the team to have two guys that they are confident in? Like, why do we always have to make it, this is the guy, so get rid of the other guy? That's the That's the mentality that I don't get. Why can't we have both? I think they, well, they they continue to put themselves in that position. Well, really more so because guys just can't stay healthy. Like if, if even if Jimmy Garoppolo just stayed healthy, you wouldn't be having these issues. You wouldn't be having this drama. But like it, there might not even be a Trey Lance if Jimmy just stayed healthy. Maybe. maybe not, but I think a, I think a big part of it, and not saying they did not want more. You, 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 I 100% get that part of it. But I think a bigger the bigger issue, right? Because like Kirk Cousins, like why is he still the starter in Minnesota? Well, he just plays. So he's just going to play well. They're going to lose some games. They're going to win some games, whatever. But he just, he's there. Jimmy Garoppolo, he opened the door because, like, bro, I can't stay on the field all the time. So, like, that opened the door to bring somebody else in. And then Trey Lance, like, bro, I can't stay on the field because of being hurt. Like, that opened the door for Brock Purdy to come in. So that's why you keep kind of going through it. And then Brock Purdy with his elbow. <laughs> not on the, can't stay on the field. That opens the door back for Trey Lance. It it, it makes it a lot more uh, dramatic of a season or even off season or whatever than it truly has to be. I, again, if if you go back and guys just stay healthy, we wouldn't be talking about this right now. 
I mean, maybe, but right after the Super Bowl appearance, the Niners were looking for another quarterback. They they want more. And I'm going to say this. I don't know if they were looking for another quarterback. I think that uh, Tom Brady was available. And it was just, do you want Tom Brady? Like, it wasn't like, all right, uh, got Drew Brees available. Do we, you know, do we want him? Like, no, it was Tom Brady. And that's it. I think that's I it. think I, I disagree. I, I'm gonna tell you why. I think you you're you're forgetting the the Packers game and the Vikings game that year. They didn't want Jimmy throwing the ball at all. And I know that people say, well, did they not want him or did they not need him to? I think they didn't want him throwing the ball. I, they wanted to minimize the opportunity for mistakes, and the run game just happened to be phenomenal. Okay. So they didn't have to go back to it. I I was watching the games. Jimmy tried to throw that ball to what, what, what's the linebacker, and he he ended up getting one. Uh, for the Vikings, what's his name? Damn. Uh, mm-hmm. he, the, for the Vikings, the Vikings linebacker that he ended up getting a pick, but he dropped two other ones. Jimmy Kendricks. threw it. Yeah, he, Kendricks. He it like they were really trying to like, all right, we we can't let this guy like we, if we're gonna lose this game, it's not gonna be because of that. Like they, well, they we were, act like Purdy wasn't hitting DBs in the chest. Oh no 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 no, and that's what I'm about to say. Here's my hot take, and we're gonna we're gonna get to what we have to get to. <laughs> okay, Brock Purdy. <laughs> Is Jimmy Garoppolo 1.5? I'm not even gonna say 2.0. I'm gonna say 1.5 because people are killing me for this take, and I'm gonna say it. What we saw from Jimmy Garoppolo this year is the same exact thing I saw from Brock Purdy this year. I think the team was so stacked, it was hard for them to play poorly. I really, really this was to me the best. I saw Jimmy Garoppolo play as his time as a Niners. And I didn't see Brock Purdy go out there and do much different than what, what Jimmy Garoppolo did. I'm saying much different because there's always a play or two here or there where you could find something that he did that was a little bit different. But I'm telling y'all, I saw the same play. If if Jimmy never got hurt, Brock would have never got in, and we would have been fine with the way Jimmy was playing because he was playing really well. He was. In comparison to Brock Purdy, they were playing the same. I, I think the biggest difference between those two is that Brock can give you that one or two plays that you need off script. And I think that, that I think that creates kind of a gap, just an ability between Brock and, and, and Jimmy G. So that like that, 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 that favors Brock Purdy in my opinion, but I get what you're saying in the sense of just the way that you play, um, the, the throws, even though I think Jimmy Jimmy slightly had a better arm, but like the throws and, and things like that, I also think that Purdy sees the field better, the full field better than Jimmy. So although he did his – But he don't, he don't take all the shots, though. So that's another thing. Jimmy – we how many times did the All-22 come out when Jimmy was out there and they say, oh, Ayuk was wide open down the field, but he took this guy. Purdy was doing the same – never mind. Man. I, I don't he, wanna... Purdy did the same thing, but I don't think to the same extent. Like, like Purdy did find guys like that. That one play, uh, Seattle and um, uh, George Kittle, right? George Kittle is wide open. He's butt naked. He catches it, scores a touchdown, right? Like it was like a blown coverage, but he saw it though, and that's more than I can say for Jimmy. Jimmy, the only time he saw anything vertically downfield was if that was like the play design. So, for an example, the uh, corner post by George Kittle against Green Bay regular season 2019, right? Like, big touchdown, throws the ball down the field, boom. Touchdown, explosive play through the air. I was now, at that game. 
I was Dude, that, that, that was that that was beautiful. Now that was designed. I don't know if that play that when Purdy saw George Kittle wide open on the busted coverage, albeit a busted coverage, but he was able to take advantage of that. And I think he did that more, much better than Jimmy Garoppolo. And that's the point five I was talking about. That's okay, it. Okay, yeah. That's, it, that's, he's I, not, I was, he is not the most, you will never confuse him for the most talented quarterback, which goes towards our, you, you caught me a little while ago and we were talking about the, uh, the 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 uh the line right like where the 49ers were with the Super Bowl odds and I'm like how do you have the 49ers over the Bengals the Bills the they have the 49ers over every team in the NFL except the Kansas City Chiefs right now I think that's wild because of the quarterback position I think that's wild you said something earlier and I just want to point out while you were correct that everybody's back in Purdy that's because Purdy was a starter. You can't find a starter that was in there under center, including Nick Mullins, including CJ Beathard, that the players didn't publicly speak positively of. You won't you won't find it. But they but he won it. too though. And you can't say oh, that. No, no, I, I get now, that. Better but... team, better team, better team. Right. And even you start talking about Trey Lance stuff like that, you know, you look at, you know, just where the 49ers were. And matter of fact, Brian Peacock shot, you know, locked on 49ers. Peacock talked about this on the episode um last night. Where he said, um, ah, man, how do you word it? Oh, no, he was talking about the 49ers. They typically get off to slow starts. I mean, when's the last time the 49ers have gotten off offensively to a fast start? And then at some point, halfway through the year, they start to pick it up and they just kind of hit that full stride and they typically end the season very well, right? And he thinks that, not saying that Brock Purdy's not talented, but Brock Purdy was dropped in the middle of that where they're past the slow start stuff. You know, you trade, you get uh, uh, McCaffrey. You got George Kittle. He's out there. He's fully healthy. He's ready to go. Everybody, you got everybody at your disposal pretty much. And then you drop them where now this is the time usually the offense is cooking. So that was, don't kill me in the chat, guys. That was my guy, Brian Peacock, kind of some of the ways that he thought why he's like, you know what? Like, I still need to see more from Brock Purdy because of that. And again, I just referenced the slow start that they had 2019 after the five straight wins by Jimmy Garoppolo. And that, that's just something that we, we've seen. So, um, yeah, you know, coming out, if he c- comes out hot, then you know, you're not going to have no issues. But yeah, I broke down. Also, my like, but it's hard to compare them to like Mullins and Beathard because one, I mean, clearly we just see. Well, I wasn't comparing, I wasn't comparing yeah. him, to, him to them, just the player support of whoever is under center at the time. They always come out and support the support the guy. So I take that with a grain of salt. I've never heard them say, well, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, CJ's our starter right now, but I really prefer another guy. Like, you're not going to get that. They don't do that. So they always back whoever is under center or the most recent guy under center or whoever they think is going to be. Like, that's just that's just what they do. Same thing with Debo on Rich Eisen show. Uh, oh, by the way, absolutely, if if Trey's the starter next year, we can win it all. Like, he, they go out, they say that. They say those things because they believe in the system and they, they know they're going to be put in, in good positions. Can um can you pr- bring one comment up? Yeah, which one? Instead, just saying Purdy in one playoff game eclipsed it. That one. All right, so Purdy in one playoff game eclipsed the totals of Jimmy G in his career playoff games, and that's why everybody's saying Jimmy Garoppolo's mid. Like the, you know, so it's not not again. Purdy had a terrific uh that first game, right? But a lot of people were saying Jimmy's not that guy. Like he's carried by a good defense. He's carried by an offense. So the play that you have to have to do better than that. It's not like you have to go out there and just be 
eye popping. You also have a you know a eight yard pass to Debo Samuel that goes seventy five yards to a touchdown that can inflate some of your numbers. You know, so I mean there are things like that where the 49ers just hella good. <laughs> They're hella good, and and I think we might be having this conversation regardless of who's that quarterback. It could be Trey Lance. It could be. Lamar Jackson, and because of Kyle Shanahan, the weapons, it could be Aaron Rodgers. A lot of people will say, well, of course he's good. Look at this team. So maybe Purdy's kind of a, a prisoner of that. Which goes back to your very, 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 very first comment you made with my man, his uh, his Avi uh, of the Lakers player. So, but it's all right. It's all good. The Austin um, Reeves are the, uh, or yeah. uh, Austin Reeves is the Brock Purdy of the NBA. Yeah. JP Hellehard, I just want to let you know, bro, I got the shirt. And I wore it on a Patreon episode. I don't remember if I wore it on one of the Enough of Beniners, but thank you very much. I got the shirt. Feels good and everything. So thank you so, so much for that shirt, man. Uh, I definitely rock the shirt on uh, the Patreon episodes. All right. So make sure you check that out over there. All right. Um, now, let's get to this uh, meat and potatoes. I'm going to ask you who you want to be. You want to be, uh, you know what? No, I'm going to tell you who I want you to be. Right. I want you to play John Lynch. We're going to do a little role play for y'all. Okay. So right now, the rumors are <clears throat> the Niners are listening to trade offers for Trey Lance. Not that the Niners are saying Trey Lance is on the trade block or he's up for trade. What they're saying is people are calling and they're listening. Now, Kyle and John have said every single offseason, anybody and everybody, including myself, is on the trade block if the right offer comes along. They have both said that, Okay. Um, so what we're going to do, we're going to role play. We're going to, we're going to rewind time. We're going to hop in a little time machine here and we are back at the combine and E I want you to be John Lynch and I'm going to be the GM of any other team. Let's just say Washington commanders for just the sake of the talk. Uh, and if you guys see the graphic for today's episode, it is a Jersey swap of Trey Lance in a Washington commanders Jersey. All right. So I picked that for a reason. Okay. So we're going to have some fun. All right. So we sit in the stands and we're looking at guys. Hold on, hold on, real quick. I got to shout out all my 209 folks in the chat. Uh -oh, I see them uh -oh. right here, man. I see Stockton Salute. I see 209, 209. I got to say shout out to all my Stockton people, man, real 209. But go ahead. My bad. Cut you off. Go ahead. That's, uh, hey, I'm, I'm the same way about my jersey, folks. So I, I feel you, man. I, I like it. I like it a lot, man. Um, So you're John Lynch. We're sitting in the stands. We're, we're evaluating guys. And we're going to have a conversation. You ready? Let's do it. I'm John Lynch. Let's go. All right. Hey John, man, that that kid Purdy, he looked pretty good out there, yeah. Yeah, you know he he comes in, he, he does everything right. He you know he's really a student of the game. He has a natural leadership uh, uh, about him, man. I think a lot of what he did at Iowa State, the ups and downs, really kind of prepared him for a moment. And and when he had that moment, you know he took advantage of it and played a lot of games and 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 played some good football, even very meaningful games too in the playoffs. We do really like him. Yeah, you know, I mean, I was watching at home, and if you guys, if he didn't get injured, that Eagles game probably would have went a little different, right? You know, we, we truly believe in the building that we would have won the game if Brock Purdy could have finished that game. It's unfortunate they had to end that way, though. Yeah, you know, I, I, I saw some of the interviews leading to the game, you know, it was uh, media week and everything, and, and a lot of your players were saying that you guys had a plan uh, for those Eagles secondary for that Eagles secondary you think you guys would have been able to go out there and handle some business huh 
you know, I heard the comments from Debo Samuel, and, and he's not very high on Bradbury and those guys. But, you know, we respect the Philadelphia Eagles. They're a really good team, great organization. We see what Hurts is doing, and, you know, we wish we kind of had that same path for Trey Lance. But, uh, you know, that's a conversation for another time. But we do like, you know, a lot of what they've done as a team and as a unit. They're kind of built very similar to us. Well, since you mentioned Trey Lance – uh, I know that you guys named him the starter and all, and Mr. Irrelevant comes in here and becomes the most relevant player in the postseason. Uh, what what are your plans for for Trey Lance? I mean, is he is he available for for trade? Can we like should should we be talking about this? Uh, you know, um, we really like Trey Lance, and you know he's a smart kid and he and he works really hard. He's just been dealt a bad hand with the injuries and. And, you know, he needed some playing time, but, you know, it's really tough because of, you know, where we're at with this team. We're in win-now mode, and it's been hard for him to be able to prove that he can do what we saw Brock Purdy do over a stretch of games. Yeah. You know, we were a little nervous. Um, we were we, we did our evaluations on Trey Lance also. You know, we're, we've been in the quarterback market for a while. Um, and, I mean, you, you sound confident in both of these guys. Um, and since Trey Lance was the guy that, you know, everyone's really high on right now, uh, would you guys be comfortable parting ways with someone like Trey Lance? Like, could we, could we maybe talk about something like that real quick? You know, it, it's, it's a tough time because we, we, we do have Brock Purdy who is out with an elbow injury right now. You know, everyone has a price though, including myself, even hit, you know, if you came and offered me four first round picks for Kyle Shanahan, you can have them. Right. So everyone has a price. Uh, but right now we don't intend on moving on from Trey Lance. Let's call pause really quick. Let's just call a timeout to the role play here. Very good. Guys, we did not rehearse this at all. <laughs> I want to I make it clear. I want to make it clear that we did not rehearse this. This is a natural conversation that's going to come up if you're talking to John Lynch. Am I wrong? I, I think it would sound a, a lot like that. You know, without trying to uh, be disrespectful to anyone that's currently on his team, I think it would it and also kind of plays cards you know close to the chest. Uh, I think it, it it would sound similar to that. So, should the faithful be? Surprised? Did you guys you guys miss the ear rub though? Oh you no no no! I, saw, I was you I, I don't know if you did it on purpose. I was gonna ask you. You seemed a little nervous, and but I did. I decided not to go into it, and I didn't yeah, I know. Full, if you did I was in full John Lynch mode. Okay, see, yeah, <laughs> I should have. I should have said something because you you kind of saying like you don't really like that's that's a little bit of uncertainty there. <laughs> a little bit. I, I was going to do it, but I was like maybe he's not really doing that on purpose. I should I should have known it because yeah. John does that. He does that for sure, you know. But I don't think that we should be shocked that this conversation is happening over and over. More importantly, I don't think it was a secret. I think this is an unavoidable, inevitable conversation that the GM of the 49ers is going to have with anybody else representing another team. Am I wrong? Do you disagree with that? No, nah, I 100% I agree. I mean, and that's just football. That's that's business. You know, teams, and Peacock said this, like, teams called, they've called about Ayuk, I'm sure. They called about Debo. We know that, right? When Debo's like, hey, man, I want to I wanna get out of here. Teams, phones are ringing. You know, and hey, we don't got to trade him. We do not intend on trading him. But if the Jets would have came with the right price, his ass would have been gone, right? So, you know, I think that's just business that's running the organization. And you have to, at the very least, listen. I think a lot of fans, and again, you can't, they want to hold on to Trey 
because well, what if Brock is you know, uh, you know, what if he's not you know one hundred percent? You kind of oh, we get quarterbacks injured. If you're worried about Brock getting hurt, I don't think that's the reason why you should hold on to Trey. I think the only reason why I would personally hold on to Trey is if the value that I'm expecting to get, the teams aren't meeting that. That would be the only thing that stops me from from trading him. So, like, if you came to me with, nothing, hey, we'll give you a late first or we'll give you a second round pick for Trey Lance, I'm, I would take that regardless of what else is going on. Hey, that's why we signed Sam Darnold. We really like him. So it doesn't matter that you needed five quarterbacks last year to finish the season. No, you you you're okay with going into the season with just two? Because Trey Lance's value, what again? <laughs> this is another thing, right? Let's say, and I brought this uh, question up to my guy Jason Apati. Let's say Brock, hypothetically speaking, has to start on pup list or has to miss the whole season, right? As you know, I know they play with his words a little bit, but let's say hypothetically speaking, he don't play all year, and Trey Lance comes in, and he just and he plays well. And you win a lot of games and you go to the playoffs. Maybe you lose first round, but it's like Trey Lance is hella good. He did exactly like this is what we were expecting. What now? Do you make it another quarterback competition? I don't think you could do that because you got to pick up his fifth year option. Mm, this is his, this is his, oh, this is his fourth year. No, this is no, his this, third year, but head into the fourth yeah. year is when you pick up the fifth year option. The end of the fourth. No, no, Before you're right. It's after, a week after the draft, you have to exercise the fifth year option for the fourth year players. You're absolutely right. So, absolutely right. You, you, so what do you you have to you pick up his fifth year option, but then say, hey, you're in a camp battle with Brock Purdy. Well, that, hypothetically speaking, Purdy beats him out. So now you picked up his fifth year option, where he's going to make twenty something million dollars, and now he's your backup quarterback. You can't do that. Or you pick him up. I don't up. think you can even risk. I don't Wait. think. There's, there's another option, though. Okay, go ahead. The other option is you stick with Trey and you got Brock making $600,000 in his third year. What's wrong with that? That's still a good quarterback room. Uh, I, did, I I guess I just don't understand the, 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 the desire for so many people to trade one of these guys because a lot of people are saying, if you're going to ride with Trey, then see what, what offers you can get for Purdy. And I just don't get it. I don't think this team values first and second round picks the way that people want them to. This team is loaded. This team is stacked. A first round pick probably is going to be a rotational player right now. You can't, what position is going to come in here right away next season and be a starter straight out the gate? You mean like, like, a, uh, like the third round, late third round picks that they have? I mean, and, and, no, no, no. Even forget that. Just, let's just, let's just say we happen to get a first round pick for Trey. All right, so now that tells us you got the you got the you got the quarterback position locked up. Whoever it is, they believe in that person. I don't care if it's Sam Darnold or Brock Purdy. If they happen to get a first round trade offer for Trey Lance and they they take that, what position are you drafting in the first round that you're going to say this guy is going to be our starter day one? You can go right tackle. Uh, I think Bur- Burford like him, but you if you draft somebody as a guard first round, he's playing over Burford. Hold um, on now. Let's talk about it. Let's talk, let's talk about it. Go, well, go ahead. You name, name name the positions first, and then and then I'll, I'll, I'll come back. All right. Again, so just like where it's like this guy is a starter type caliber player, right? That's why we drafted him in the first round. Right tackle, right guard, edge rusher, cornerback, four positions. You're telling me with a straight face, you draft those positions 
There is no competition. They're just going to be given that, that position. I would draft those guys anticipating that they start. Again, I so mean, they, they, they drafted Solomon Thomas number three overall and still made him work, right? I mean, so, you know, there is a chance that it's like, hey, you know, you got to kind of earn your stripes a little bit with this team. But at the end of the day, like, they will be starting. This is not Drake Jackson, who was the 61st overall pick. Now we're talking about drafting the guy in the first round. So I guess I, I do understand what you're saying, but with that same mindset, they drafted trade in the first round and trade quarterback. Oh. That's different, man. It's that's different. Quarter, quarterback, quarterback is different. I especially think especially if you have a Jimmy Garoppolo on your roster. I think it's different in my favor. I think it's different in my favor. It's a quarterback, and you wanted him. That's why you got him. He's going to be the guy because he's going to get his fair shot. They tried Solomon Thomas over and over and over, and I was over him the moment we drafted him. Right, listen. If Justin Fields, the, the, the Bears traded up to get Justin Fields. They traded up to get Fields, and he sat behind Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton had to get hurt for Justin Fields to get on the field. Like Quarterback the, is just different. But how? Unless you're on just a wait, bad wait, wait. team. But how? Okay. So let's, let, let's like, so if you're Jacksonville Jaguars, oh yeah, of course. If you are the whatever the Houston Texans are going to be this year, like you know somebody's going to come in and play, right? Who uh, who got the first overall pick? Carolina Panthers. That guy's going to start, right? Yeah. But on the so Niners, a team that on, has on very bad, high on expectations. Bad teams, on bad teams, that's how it happens for quarterbacks because they right. want them to learn the system, they want them to take their time, so on and so forth. The Niners took that same mentality. They drafted a quarterback in the first round. We got a loaded team. I'd rather him learn the playbook and be completely comfortable with it before we put him out there. That's what they did with Trey Lance. That's exactly what they did with him. That's exactly what the Bears, well, you said because of injury, but I, I get what you're saying. He wasn't a starter because they wanted him to learn the position. Like you said, traded up for him, got him, sit down and learn. We don't want you to go out here right away. We don't want a Derek, Car I mean, David Carr you. We don't want a David Carr you. Right, that's that. That was the concern with. That's why you don't throw these guys out there right away. Patrick Mahomes, sit down and learn. Take, that's take a quarter, again. That, that, that the the quarterback. That's different. That, that's the most difficult from a mental standpoint. That is the most difficult position to come in and play. These other positions, like bro, if, if you're a talented tackle, like bro, get your ass out there. So, if you're a talented edge rusher, get your ass out there. One hundred percent. One. Not disagreeing with anything you're saying. But my thing is, you let him sit, Trey Lance, you let him learn, and you were ready to name him the starter. And if it weren't for injury, he would have been the starter all year long, right? Correct. So are you trading that, the guy that you thought was the answer and the guy that you thought was ready to go and take your team to the promised land? Are you trading that for a potential right tackle? For a potential, like, in, in what world is a quarterback being traded for edge rusher? A starting quarterback being traded for edge rusher? Well, if you have another guy that you view as a starter, in that world, you trade a quarterback for a starting edge rusher. Are, are you subscribed to the whole the Niners are all in on Purdy? There's a lot of people who think that the Niners feel that way, and I I don't. I'm not I'm not there. I I am I I I feel like they believe that. Now again, there's there's a difference between like us 
how we view things in NFL players, clearly, right? Because we heard, heard all along how they talk about Jimmy Garoppolo when it's like, we're watching Jimmy. Like, you guys, you, I get what you guys are saying, but it's like, we watch the dude. And I know being in those locker rooms, all these dudes care about is winning. They don't care about nothing else. They don't care about the development of a player. Like, they, they, they want to win. They want to win ball games. Uh, so, now, your question was, are they all behind Brock as, as much as it seems? Uh, I think so because he showed that he can win. They can win with him. Now, <laughs> am I all in? I think I kind of view him more of the same as you, um, as opposed to our guy, you know, 187 in the chat. Or my guy, uh, Teradome, who That's you know, he's always in the chat. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah, view yeah. him now. I, I see a lot of deficiencies, and I see a lot of, like, you, you can win with him. And I think, right. you know, if people are comfortable with that, then yeah. But I thought the goal was to get a guy that, like, this guy, if need be, he can carry you. And and that's tough, but in, maybe you won't be asked to do that all the time with the 49ers, but at times, you kind of, you you are. Like, I, you know, I'm watching the Cowboys game in the playoffs, and it's just like, you know, it was a little, it was a little, it's like, defense, hold on. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But nobody wants to talk about it. It's cool, and I'm and I'm okay with that. I'm I'm completely okay with that. You know what I'm saying? So it's fine. I don't, I don't want to belabor in that moment. I want to go back to something that you mentioned a little bit earlier. Uh, you, you, you mentioned the Brandon Ayuk trade talks, right? Very similar to what we're hearing with Trey Lance right now. Uh, and I want to go back a year. So keep that in mind that the Brandon Ayuk trade talks, potential trade talks, and the Debo. We heard some potential trade rumors involving Debo. Not, not this year, but last year. Right? You remember, do you remember that or no? 100%. Okay. So why is it a story? Like, I mean, other than at face value, why should we care about it? They talked about potentially trading Debo. He didn't go anywhere. They're talking about Ayuk. They're talking about Trey Lance. Those guys aren't going anywhere. What? Like, we, but we're really holding on to this. The thing that's different is so many Niner fans are behind this. Like, let's go ahead and get him out of here. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I've never seen people so hyped up on someone who physically is just average. I've never seen this before in my entire life. Oh, man. Go on, man. They're going to unsubscribe. I, I, Mike, Mike said that. I said that. Don't Eric did not say that. No, Don't. I'm just saying they're going to they gonna come, they gonna come with, at you with tiki torches. But what am I saying that's wrong? Tell, where, where, what's, where's the inaccuracy in anything I just said? I, I think that most people that just watch, you can see that Brock Purdy is limited in ability outside I, of some scramble plays. He, he that right there, that right, I don't think people see that. That's that's my point. I don't think the masses see that. I think that the film, the film busters, I think people who really break it down, I think those people see it. I don't think the masses see that Brock Purdy has limitations. You know what I think? I think they say. Hey, he came in here and played just as good as Jimmy. He's a proven vet. So he's already on Jimmy's level. Imagine what he's going to be in another year or two. Well, I just That's heard Mike, Mike Robinson on NFL Network, and he was like, you need more. Like, you want more. Like, yeah, they won with him. But so, again, that's Mike Robinson. I just, I was actually, um, I was, I, matter of fact, I was pumping gas at a gas station, and it was like on the little screen. 
And Mike Robinson was talking about it, and I was like, "Look at the differences in the chat here. Purdy still needs work." And then JP Hellehart says, "Limited where? Wait, hold people on. One eighty-seven said Purdy needs work. That's that's because I mean he's, he's number one fan. He's Brock Purdy's number one fan. So he's at least he he understands. Okay, lim limitations. Okay, so I think Brock Purdy does an amazing job for the most part. There were some times where it kind of got a little sticky." But for the most part, understanding his his strengths and his weaknesses, what he can and he can't do. So 97% of the time, he understands what he can't do. So it's hard for people to kind of see some of the deficiencies. I watched him throw an out route to, to uh, Brandon Ayuk from the slot, and it just like hung in the air and almost got picked off. And I was just like, damn, like – he needs his feet like under like he has to really drive those those type of throws. Like there's this, um, you know, he rolled out and tried to throw the ball across his body. Like you don't have the arm for that, right? The, the weird throws uh, against the Oakland Raiders picked off. Like there's certain things that he's still learning that he can't get away with at the NFL level because he's not that physically gifted. So there are some things that he can do that are spectacular. That drop touchdown pass to Brandon Ayuk in the corner like that, right? That was amazing, right? And that's within his game, be able to kind of move around, do some things, well, get on the edge, on. and make that hold throw. On. But hold go on. ahead. He created that that clusterfuck of a play. That play didn't break down the, as as much as he was scrambling. All, I don't. That, that, I don't want to. We're talking about ability. I don't want to like nitpick at he missed a read or something. I don't want to do that because that that is the greatest incompletion in 49ers history, and 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 it's put on this pedestal like oh my that Mike Jimmy can't do that, but Jimmy wouldn't have been running around that way in the first place. Jimmy wouldn't have been running to his left and turning his back to the defensive line, and and trying to and then having to run all the way back to the right and making that throw. Brock Purdy put himself. In that position, on all the praise that he got for that incompleted pass, that is that is a lot of people's like highlight throw of Brock Purdy, and this is why you need to stick with him. But if you watch that play, he made that play as bad as it was in the first place. But we can blame that on him being like he's still young in his offense, right? So there are things like there's. I mean, we talk about Trey Lance being inexperienced is a different kind of inexperience that Trey Lance has, but. Brock Purdy's still an inexperienced NFL quarterback. Like what we saw, we're talking about you, the, the throw that we're talking about is what six games in, seven games in, in his NFL career. A guy that didn't really have like an offseason as the guy. So, like, you know, if he he misses a read here and there, like, like that, that's fine. And those kind of things happen. Hell, it happened with Aaron Rodgers in the playoff game at Lambeau Field against the 49ers, where he missed that dig route and just forced the ball downfield on double coverage to uh Devontae Adams. So, like. Those things, I, like, I'm not as worried about that. To me, it's, like, just the kind of throws that I feel like, like, you know, like, how many times for, with Brock Purdy did you say, damn, that was a throw? Maybe the one that was dropped by you. But, like, and again, that's not saying that he's not throwing and, and, and hitting guys. That's not saying he's not hitting open guys. That's not saying he didn't throw a good slant. But just, like, wow. You, Did you, know you the see that throw? throw? Like, you know, yeah. so the, the guy, he understands who he is. And that is a quarterback that is just a little more limited from a physical, you know, from the physical capabilities. But he ha he does know how to play within that. The the thing he that I look at, though, is when, when, when it's big dog time 
And you, now you got to make the above replacement throws. And does he have that ability? Again, he can do all the things when it's, okay, yeah, I got you. And now I can make something like a run around. Dude. Okay. But when it's like, all right, it's nut cutting timing. We need the big boy throws. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, I don't I don't know. Trey but maybe, Lance, maybe, maybe you can show that next year. Trey Lance, though, Trey, we've seen him like. But Trey Lance had that throw in, 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 the, in the monsoon to the left side. He put that yeah. ball. That, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, you talking about that layer throw, like uh, yes. uh, over the two defenders in front of. Yes. Yeah. So like, Purdy's not doing that. Say it. <laughs> he's not doing that, y'all. He's, he's likely not, not in pouring rain throwing the ball 30 yards layer, like you know. But again, that's why Purdy's the last pick in the draft, and Trey Lance is the third because well, Trey Lance has that type of talent to make those type of throws. And now again, his thing is, well, Trey, can you be? consistent so we know who you are and we can ride with that so that that's on him and he has to show that this training camp but from an ability standpoint they're not close with the throws that they can make but they're also right. not close with the consistency that purdy brings over trey lance and i think that's more comforting for the 49ers in the sense in, in, in the direct in the in the favor of purdy but from an ability standpoint i don't think in and again i don't know because there's some crazy fans out there I don't think there's anybody that would say that Brock Purdy's more talented than Trey Lance, but they will say Brock Purdy played better, and he did, and and more consistent. And I will give right. them that. And that, within that knowing perfect, who he is, yes, that is the yes. perfect place to end this. I want to I want to make some things clear really quick going forward. I am hashtag Team Trey. Now, now with the, with that being said, with that being said, the Niners decide to trade Trey Lance. I'm all for it, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because as much as I like Trey, the Niners and their coaching staff and in practice have seen far more of what Trey Lance can do and what Purdy can do. And if they're comfortable moving on from either one of these guys, I'm getting behind the other guy 100%. You'll never hear me saying, oh, man, we should have kept this guy because I think he would have done better. I'm never going to be that guy. Never. No, I well, wanna... no, 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 no. Mike, I got to stop you right there. This is a different situation. One that I have never seen before. So if they let go of a guy, it might not be because this guy just can't play. It's right now, from, from a Trey Lance standpoint, Trey Lance is as valuable right now as he'll ever be. It will be hard because right now he has essentially year three, year four, and a fifth-year option. So a team that trades for him right now, you get three years out of him if, if, if you choose, right? Now... Next, and and this is still with, well, he was a starter and hurt his ankle. Next year, if he doesn't start over Brock Purdy, now it's, well, he didn't start. He let Purdy beat him out. He has one less year on his contract. we got to figure out if we want to pick up his fifth year out. Like, that's not valuable. Right. So right say, now, if I'm trading Trey Lance, it's because this is as valuable as he'll, he'll ever be. Like, that's the reason why. Yeah, and they're, again, they're if I'm say, Trey Lance, I want to be traded as well. You have all this physical ability and couldn't beat out Brock. Yeah, probably. I'm not willing to take you as much as I was as it would be right now. So I, I, I get what you're saying. I'm curious to see both of those guys though in training camp having to go against number one defense because last year it was only Trey. Now, now let me see. All right, but are you you guys get to flip flop between who goes yeah. against the big dogs? Yeah, and. And, you know, throughout training camp, what does that look like? Yeah. But we're not going to get that because Purdy's hurt. 
Well, I honestly believe we're just gonna see Trey go against the the ones again, and it's like that's why he's not. It's like, well, they're fucking right. number one defense ever. Like, <laughs> but, but that's why I'm I'm with the Niners taking the patient approach. I get it, offers are gonna come in and all that, but if you're not getting a one plus for Trey right now, to me, it's not worth it. In the season that we just watched, where we needed all the quarterbacks that we could possibly get. And Purdy also coming off an injury. That's another thing. People just thinking he's going to come in and pick up where he left off. We don't know what kind of lingering effects there's going to be from this injury. And I'm not just talking about physically. I'm talking mentally as well. We have no idea how how he's going to be affected if he sees somebody coming in from the right side again. Is that going to cause him to shuffle his feet a little bit and make some off off uh, his, his base won't be set? Like we we don't know what's going to happen now, right? So I think the Niners and the faithful owe it to themselves to let this thing play out with both of them on a roster for a full year. I think we owe it to ourselves. Again, if we get blown away by an offer, then fine, so be it. But if you're just getting some, some eh, a late first, early second, I know you said you would take it. I can't say that I would take that. I, I can't right now in good conscience say I would take that. Now, it also depends on how much you believe in Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold could be very effective in the system. I think he's a very gifted, physically gifted quarterback here. Um, I think he might show some signs that he's on the best roster that he's ever played on. You know what I mean? Like, And that could make a quarterback look a lot better. It should make a quarterback look a lot better. Um, that's why I say if, the, if they decide to move on from him, I'm all for it also. I'm with that. I'm never going to be that person complaining about it, though. But I do understand what you're saying. As far as value today, it's higher now than it's, good, it's, it's, it's ever been. But I don't know if it'll be higher than what it would be. So let's just say for whatever – let's say let's say the Niners decide Trey Lance is going to play this year. And because they don't want there to be quarterback controversy, they're going to put Purdy on IR. Right? Let's just say that's what they do. Okay? And they've, done, they've done that. There, there are guys that I feel like could have played and they were just like, ah, the – you know, right. Put you on IR. Right. I don't think they what? did at the quarterback position, but maybe, maybe, maybe. Right, right. Maybe, maybe, right. If maybe. Trey Lance is playing, like Trey Lance shows like throughout camp, uh, I mean, throughout OTAs, it's like, hmm, looks a little different. You start seeing them throws down the field. Okay, Danny Gray coming alive. Danny Gray's like, shit, I wouldn't play right. last year. I like this. And then, yes. you know, you start doing some things and there's like some splash throws. And they're like, well, Trey has improved, which you would hope somebody does going into their third year. Uh, mm -hmm. Looks good. Look, throwing motion. Everything looks fine. Okay. Uh, right. You know what, Brock? Take your take your time a little bit, exactly. and uh, we don't gotta rush it. And you know, they, they have that temporary IR thing. He makes the fifty three, then they put him on IR, and he can't play for six weeks. Right? Isn't that the, isn't that the rule? Might be. It might just be three, four weeks. Oh, is it three? three, but, three okay. Four, so however long it is, and then Trey comes. I think in, the puppies are like six weeks. I think the puppies. Oh, okay, okay, okay. My bad. My apologies. So they put him on whatever list it is to give Trey as much time as possible without there being any quarterback controversy. And Trey is doing well. Let's say they put him on whatever it is to get him six weeks pup, right? And Trey is five and one, but five of those wins, one of them comes against the Chiefs and one comes against the Eagles, and he did it in convincing fashion, right? So now there's no quarterback controversy. Kyle's going to go to the podium. He's going to say, we're going to ride with the hot hand. We're going to keep him in here until he gives us reason to put him on the bench. Doesn't mean we have any doubt in Brock Purdy's ability, but we're going to stick with the hot hand because that's where we are right now in the season. Now you go to the off next offseason, I think Lance's value is suddenly higher than what it is right now, but only if he's looking good. 
That's the yeah, only but they, way. His value higher. I'm not trading you now, though. <laughs> I'm not trading you now. Like you ball. Like you now. You're, you're what we wanted. Now again, that is you. That is a, a very hypothetical situation. Maybe he lays an egg. But if he if what if what you just said happens, then that is that is this is my like I'm not trading you. All right. Well, that that's where we're going to leave it, man. I do something at the end of every show. Uh, final thoughts, man. Croc, thank you for jumping on here, man. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, let people know where to find, where to subscribe and all that stuff. Let them know what you're working on, what you got going on, and then any final thoughts about the Niners in general. Oh, wait, you know what? Before I do that, we did get a super chat. We do have a super chat segment uh, that we do here for all the super chats that come in. I don't want that uh, person to think that I didn't see it. Uh, we do the super chats at the end of all the episodes. Uh, and this one was here from Mansa uh, Torre. He said, I know exactly what you mean. First watch, good show. And that was talking about, um, you know, the Trey and Brock thing and, and and their value here. So thank you, Mansa, very much for the for the super chat. We do appreciate it. All right. Um, but yeah, like that that's just where we are right now, guys. I'm going to be behind whoever the Niners say is the guy. I don't care. I want it to be Trey. But if it's not Trey, I'm not mad about that either. Why so, do you want it to be Trey? Because I want to see I want to see the physical ability with all this talent around it as well. Trey Lance didn't play with George Kittle. He didn't play with Christian McCaffrey. And I think that changes a lot about how the game goes. I don't think it's a coincidence that once Christian McCaffrey was here, all of a sudden Jimmy Garoppolo played his best ball ever. I don't think it's a coincidence with Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and Debo Samuel that even Brock Purdy looked really good. And we can sit here and say that he has some limitations. I don't think any of that is a coincidence. So now I want the physically gifted guy the guy who's been in the system for three years, even though he hasn't been playing in it, with all that talent around him. I think I deserve, me, I'm being selfish, I want to see what that talented player can do with all of those weapons around him. I just want to see, even if it's just for one game, I want to see it. That's that's just where I am. So that's why I want Trey to be the starter to start the season with the whole roster healthy around him. I, I just want to see it. I feel like I deserve it. I waited this long. I'm okay with waiting a couple more months to see it. At least one week. I got to see it. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I was just asking because there are going to be people, you know, that they're like wondering, like, why specifically you want Trey. But it's just, in your eyes, he just has all this ability and you hope it comes together. And you, you think that with the 49ers is, you know, you might go to the Super Bowl favorites. <laughs> like, yeah. if Trey Lance came out just letting it rip, and he's, and he's just, then like, you'll see those odds start to, you know, instead of minus 600 or 700 where it is right now, it'd be like, eh, minus 400. Like, you right. don't like this much. <laughs> right, right, exactly. And then here you go, Manta again said, Trey made three throws we haven't seen since 94 already. And again, we're nitpicking, right? So part, part of this, Manta, is, yes, we've seen some phenomenal throws from Trey. And I've also seen some plays from Trey. It's like, yeah, this guy clearly didn't play in the SEC. You know what I mean? Like we, I've yeah, seen yeah. some plays from him where it's both ends of the spectrum. But is the ceiling? Oh, I'm, I forgot the, the picture's inverted. Is the ceiling high enough versus the floor? We need to find that level of consistency, and we need to see who is going to be uh, on a more frequent basis with this team. And, and again, I think we deserve to see that. I think I think we as the faithful deserve to see it. And then we we think we've seen what Brock is going to be consistently. So what's wrong with that? You know what and I mean? Brock might be better. He he might there's, be there's a scenario where he's even better. So, 
Yeah. So, all right, E. Uh, thank you all for the super chats. I oh, and here's another one. And he said here, and I agree. Right. And that that's all I'm talking about. That's all I'm talking about, guys. I just want to see it. That's it. That's it. And if the Niners decide that he's not the guy to be here, I do agree. Send him somewhere where they want him. 100%. Send him somewhere where they want him, where he don't have to deal with the fan base hating on him and, and saying, oh, he's no good and he can't stay healthy. They, this fan base loves killing p- players for injury, not for play. This fan base loves tearing down players who are always hurt. You know what I'm saying? So I say go ahead and let him go somewhere else if that's if that's what it's going to call for. All right? Tim, I got um, 187 in the chat. He has Ken Traven pass a physical right now. And, yeah, I, I think he's supposed to be, like, 100% clear right now. Well, I, I don't know how much of it came out, but Trey, Trey, Trey's been healthy. Trey was healthy enough to play in the postseason, but the problem was he was put on an IR where he couldn't return. No, he had the uh, – no, no, he was healthy, but then the ankle they, – they redid the ankle stuff. They, they removed the, some stuff. They, they removed some ankle. stuff out of his ankle. Yeah. So he, he wasn't clear, but he is running. I saw somebody say he's not running. Like he is – I saw him doing sprinting uh, resistance mm-hmm. work. So Yeah. No, he's running. He's, he's good. He's good. He's good. So, uh, final thoughts for you, E man. Let, again, let people know. And hold on, what did? Uh oh. Trey Lance, I think, like a couple of days ago, posted something like he was, like I guess maybe Hawaii or something. So there are a lot of people that think he's in Hawaii right now. There are a, a lot of athletes. What they'll do, and maybe he is. I don't know, but I know a lot of people will post where they were when they're not there. So that's something a lot of athletes do. So people don't know that they're there, like right now. Now, again, you know, is that what he was doing? I don't know. But I did see his post at the time where people were reporting. And I don't know if that was just like a dump from him being in vacation right. and, or did if you, he's there currently. So did that's you see the picture? You, you saw the picture I used from that? Did you see nah. my post? Uh, they were talking about him being traded. You didn't see it? Hold on. I, now nah, now I got to show it to you. Hold on. I got you. I got you. It's right here. Hold on. Uh, I said, uh, Trey, reading this shit. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you the post here. Let me do a screen share. How do I? Let me uh, take this border off real quick and do a screen share. This is funny. <laughs> uh, I used one of his pictures from Instagram, and I made I made this post here. Uh, let me zoom in some so you can see it better. Hold on. So this was uh, this was the Ian Rappaport tweet talking about the 49ers are fielded calls from teams interested in trading for for QB Trey Lance. Now again, I want to remind you guys. This is them hearing calls. This is not them saying, hey, do you want Trey Lance? Uh, what you know? This is them fielding calls. The calls are coming in. And so my post was this picture of Lance <laughs> from his vacation with Trey reading the shit like. <laughs> <laughs> with the squinty eyes, like, come on, man. Like, bro, like, stop it. Stop it. Just stop, man. Like, and it's cool. Like, it's, it's, it's all in fun. It's all in good fun and everything, but. Yeah, uh, he he's out there and he he's doing his thing. He, he's enjoying he's enjoying his off season, and uh, he's going to come back and ready to go. I've seen him working out and all that stuff way more frequent, way more recently. I don't think he went from working out to Hawaii and he's got to be back because uh, didn't some some stuff start already? Well, somebody just posted it. Yeah, they 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 reported for OTAs. And someone just posted right. in the chat that Oren Burke said, "I swear I just saw you in the locker room." So, uh, yeah, he ain't there exactly, anymore. exactly. No, he just posted it late. All right, so go ahead, E man. Give us give us your final thoughts, man. 
Uh, final thoughts, man. I think uh, as a content creator, it's, it's fun having these conversations. Sometimes it's exhausting kind of going over the quarterback situation every single year and not having a clear-cut answer, right? Like Jacksonville Jaguars, they ain't having this conversation, you know? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs, they ain't having this conversation. It's like, yeah, we know who our quarterback is. So I wish we had that, but it also is fun, you know, just kind of interacting with everyone and seeing how split the fan base is on this. And they really stake their flags on one side or the other and I'm I'm one where I really do not care. Like I would like to see Trey Lance um reach his full potential with the 49ers, but if he doesn't and you know Brock Purdy's already showed me he can play quarterback, like I literally do not care. <laughs> I do not care. But I just have fun uh talking about it and I have fun watching the Niners. So uh that's kind of my final thoughts on that. But I know you did say um uh where everybody can find me, man. You guys can find me on Twitter at Eric underscore Crocker. Uh, also, a daily podcast with uh, Locked On on the Locked On Network, Locked On 49ers with myself, Brian Peacock. Uh, we're on YouTube. We're on audio. And uh, shout out to all the listeners because we have a huge audience on there daily, something I just would have never imagined. So that's awesome. And then my YouTube channel, just type in Eric Crocker. I have a, a show that I do. I'm doing a couple times a week uh, right now, maybe during the regular season. I'll ramp it up. But uh, there's an audio version of that as well. So, uh, yeah, type in Eric Crocker everywhere, and, and maybe it'll pop up, all those different things. <laughs> maybe my ass. It'll, it's going to pop up. Y'all make sure y'all get over there. Show my guy some love and support, man. Uh, give him a follow everywhere that he's at. Uh, Croc, one of the hardest-working guys in the industry, and I appreciate it, man. So keep grinding over there, man. My final thoughts, uh, Faithful, is uh, one word. It's patience. You guys got to stay patient. It's going to be a long off season. It's going to be a lot of stuff going out there. Uh, some fake rumors, some 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 certified uh, rumors and things like that. But uh, just don't don't lose patience, guys. Uh, we're we're in for a good one. And I'm gonna I'm gonna reiterate this. Other than bets, there's a reason the Niners are the second favorite team to win the Super Bowl this year. All right, I just want y'all to keep that in mind. Uh, don't don't lose sight of that. Um, and that's without knowing definitively who the starting quarterback is going to be. So uh, I appreciate you all out there. We got one more super chat that just popped in here from my man, Sean. He says, you guys think they actually learned what not to do from Garabolo, Garbagelo, sorry, uh, in the Lance situation? See, like he, it's they, they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do. I think the Niners thrive in this. Oh, God, ah, this is a whole other topic. I don't want to I don't want to talk about it right now, but let me finish reading this. He says, uh, glad you made it, Adam Modesto. I tease Croc every time about that town. Uh, who do you think? we will get with the, with the traded pick. Oh, real and, quick. I went, yeah, I went to Modesto junior college, but I'm, I'm from Stockton though, real North side. So, uh, <laughs> you know, just make that clear, but yeah, yeah. Modesto JC, I always have love for them, but, uh, who do you think you can get with the trade pick? What, what, we what have to know where it is. Right. We got, we got to know where it is. If they ended up trading them for a second, it's going to be very different. than if it was the bottom of the first, it's going to be very, very different. So, uh, we would have to know where it's going to be. Um, but I think a lot, I did actually ask this question on a, a couple of shows ago. And I think Eric, you answered, uh, if I, if I called you and told you the Niners, uh, just got a second round pick, what position is it going to be? I said receiver and I said receiver for value purposes. Yes. Uh, not because I think that's the biggest need for the 49ers, but it's just, it's hard to hit on some of these other positions in, you know, late in the second round or early third round, you know, you can find guys that are like, cool, but man, you find stars at the receiver position. Yeah. So uh, yeah. give me a receiver. Give me uh, uh, a T Perry really like him. 
uh, probably not a Kyle Shanahan guy because he don't like tall receivers that can run fast and catch the ball downfield vertically and, and dunk on people. But Kyle doesn't like that. But uh, that's where I would go with it. Yeah. So that that's it, man. That's it, man. Thank you all for the support. Thank you guys for the super chats. You guys, I really appreciate you all. Uh, and that's gonna do it for us tonight, man. We're gonna get up out of here. Prepare for glory. Remain Anticip- faithful or anticipate. Anticipate pain, <laughs> but always, always remain faithful. Remain faithful. That's there it. We, we out of here, y'all. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes. No, Sean. Bringing you news. We do not praise them. No. Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but niners. 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 We know.